What's going on, guys? This is just another critic back with college football week five. Biggest takeaways. Um, before I go ahead and go over the takeaways, we're going to go ahead and recap my actual predictions. Um, predictions was Oregon versus Cal. I had Oregon winning 48 to 27. Final score was 42 to 24. Uh, BYU versus Washington. I had Washington winning 33 to 13. Final score was 35 to 7. West Virginia versus Texas Tech. I had West Virginia pulling it out 42 to 31. Final score was 42 to 34. The Stanford and Notre Dame game. I had Notre Dame winning 31 to 24. They ended up winning 38 to 17. The Penn State versus Ohio State game. I had Ohio State winning 38 to 17. They ended up winning 27 to 26. The South Carolina-Kentucky game, I had South Carolina winning that game 31-27. They ended up losing 24-10. And then the Ole Miss and LSU game, I had LSU winning 34-24. And obviously they won in a blowout 45-16. So for the most part, um, my score predictions were pretty close. And if you guys follow me, it's kind of been pretty consistent throughout the weeks. But getting into the actual video that we're going over today, week five takeaways. Um, first one, you guessed it, Trevor Lawrence injury, obviously a big deal. Um, and Kelly Bryant left, so now they're trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do for the rest of the season. They've got another freshman quarterback, not too sure what his name is. He came in and did just enough. Um, they're mostly just handing it off to Eddie in. And uh, he was making big plays for him. But with this injury, I mean, offensively, they were kind of up in the air anyway. So I don't think it really changes much for them. Um, obviously, they're going to be tested big time without Trevor Lawrence. He was a great quarterback. Um, I don't know if they're going to be getting him back for this week. They're going to be resting him. Whatever they may do, um, they are going to have to sharpen up on offense. They do have, I guess, really their schedule isn't. They don't have any crazy team coming up next. I mean, the biggest challenge would probably be in the ACC championship. Um, but as we already know, the, the quarterback, whoever it may be, is going to have to step up big time if they're going to want to stay in the college football conversation. I know that they have Wake Forest next, um, but obviously Kelly Bryant leaving, that's a big deal. I do think Coach uh, Dabble Sweeney should have did his best to keep both of them. I do think Trevor Lawrence deserved to get the starting position, but I don't think he was ready to take the reins just yet. Uh, with that being said, moving along, number two, we've got Ohio State, the big win at Penn State. It was a great game, and I honestly think Ohio State could have won by a bigger margin of victory, but um, Haskins was playing a great game. His, his wide receivers are dropping balls that they typically catch in other games, and I think that was the big difference as far as the score. Penn State, the only reason they were in that game was because of Trace McSorley moving along, making plays with his feet. And then, of course, his wideouts were making some big plays. Uh, but other than that, I think Ohio State, if they played it at a neutral site or they played it at home, it's probably going to be uh, a pretty good win by two to three touchdowns. Um, the rest of their season is pretty smooth sailing as far as heading to the college football playoff. The only big-time game left that I could see would be at uh, uh, versus Michigan. Um, and or the Big Ten Championship, which is typically going to be against uh, Wisconsin. Some might argue that Michigan State 
you know, would give them a big challenge. But the way they're looking right now, I don't really see them as a big, uh, hard opponent on their schedule. Um, but you never know. Uh, with that being said, they, they're pretty much cut, cut and clear to head to the college football playoff if they can beat Michigan. Um, other than that, I mean, Ohio State's a really good team. I think they would deserve to get into the playoff. Um, and at that point, I, you know, we've got Alabama, Ohio State, and let's see, maybe Notre Dame if they can win out. We'll talk about that uh, here in a minute, uh, which is our next topic, Notre Dame, CFP worthy. That's kind of my Notre Dame, man. They're, they're really good, and they're looking a lot better offensively with the new quarterback, Ian Book. Obviously, he's more dynamic. He's not the greatest runner, but he can use his feet to make plays. Wimbush just wasn't getting the job done through the air, and I do think it was a good move on uh, Coach's part bringing in Ian Book because he has an arm and he can actually utilize his weapons on the outside. Um, defensively, they've actually played really well, and they've already beat three top 25 opponents, and they've got Virginia Tech next. Uh, if they win out, I just don't see how they don't get in. Um, there's really no reason why they can't get in if, if they win out. Um, but the only question is who gets left out. So um, moving along, we've got Michigan. University of Michigan, offensive struggles. Um, some of you may be thinking, what are you talking about? They scored 45 points in, you know, week two, three, and four. But, yeah, they scored that against Nebraska, SMU, and Western Michigan. The only, you know, competitive games they've had have been against Northwestern who is typically a pretty good defensive team. And they were a 10-3 and team last season. And then their game opener versus Notre Dame. Two, uh, two defenses that are, that are much better than SMU, Western Michigan, and especially Nebraska at this point in the season. Um, and they've got some really big games coming up. So they are going to need to sharpen up offensively. And the quarterback... Patterson, Shea Patterson just hasn't done what they've expected him to do up to this point, and he's really going to need to step up, especially with the games they've got. Um, they got Wisconsin next week. They've got Michigan State after that, Penn State, and then Ohio State. So they've still got the biggest games of the season left to play, um, which is good because typically as you, the more games you play, the better you're supposed to get. And when those games come around, they're not going to be – they're not going to want to have to depend on their defense as they have in the more competitive games that they've played this season. In my opinion, at, at this point, they kind of look like how Wisconsin looked last year, being carried by the defense, um, being somewhat carried by their running game, and they just haven't gotten their passing game going just yet. That's how I would compare them. Um, but we'll see what happens. Moving along, last thing is Kentucky. Kentucky, 5-0 and right now, man. And they've already beaten three teams that were in the top 25 to start this season. Uh, Florida, Mississippi State, South Carolina. Um, defensively looking pretty decent. They're giving up around 170 yards a game through the air, which is really good for college ball. Um, around 110 rushing yards a game, which is not too bad, especially in the SEC. Um but, man, a lot of people might argue that they haven't played uh, a real quarterback just yet. 
and I can I can understand where they're coming from. Um, but we're gonna find out this this coming week when they play Texas A&M. It's gonna be their uh, biggest test by far, I guess you could say. And if they win out, I guess if they can actually pull this game out and get the W, they would then have to beat Georgia in the regular season. If they beat Georgia, um, it's almost nearly a lock that they're going to get into the SEC championship, which in turn where they would play Alabama um, to get into the CFP. Because in my opinion, whether or not Alabama wins or loses in the SEC championship, it's going to be hard to keep them out. So this is basically Kentucky's only option. They got to win out, beat everybody on their schedule, and then they've got to beat Alabama in the SEC championship, which I just don't see happening. So um, I think Kentucky can possibly end the season as a two-loss team um, and get into a nice bowl game. But CFP at this point um, just doesn't look just doesn't look promising. I mean, it would be awesome if it happens, but at this point, just doesn't look promising. Um, but with that being said, we'll just go ahead and recap the five biggest takeaways I took from Week Five. We've got Trevor Lawrence injury. Duh. We've got Ohio State win at Penn State. They got the Notre Dame CFP worthy. And like I said, if they can win out, there's no reason why they don't get in. University of Michigan offensive struggles. Um, like I said, I compared them to Wisconsin, how they looked last year, kind of depending on the running game and the defense, which is keeping them around in games. And then we've got Kentucky at 5-0. and um, With that being said, guys, I definitely appreciate your time. If you like my content, let's go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. And if you've got something to say or if I missed something, drop me a comment. Um, I think we pretty much covered it. I am going to be dropping a few more videos this week with uh, Heisman candidates and then going into week six predictions as well as upset alerts. Um, well, I appreciate you guys' time. This is Justin, another critic, signing off, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.